This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, Creamer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. It is good morning. Six o'clock club. Happy Monday. What's up, everybody? Let's get settled in here. See who's checking in this morning. 410-583-1065. If you're new to this... Every morning at this time, we just check in. Just say what's up. Shout you out. You deserve a little bit of extra credit because the 6 o'clock club is all about uniting people that are awake first thing in the morning, which is not a ton of people. So, right. like, just say hello. 410-583-1065. Who's here? Veronica is checking in. Beautiful Beverly. Good morning. Lee is here. Amanda in Millersville. Terrence is checking in. Clever Kevin is here. BTSZ. Good morning to Brenda, the rideshare driver. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Mama McJam is here. Good morning to Terry, Christine, and Aubrey. Uh, Mr. W from Ricerstown. Randy from Arbutus. Good morning. Nikki from Westminster. Welcome. Grace in White Marsh is here. Miss Denise. Christina and her baby son from Glen Burnie. Lisa, Tabitha from Tonningtown. Good morning. We have Happy Brad on a Monday. Love that. Drew from Precise Performance is here. Kathy from Parkville and WB from Glen Burnie. Happy Monday. Does anyone actually feel refreshed with that extra hour today? Are you feeling like, woo, thank God we got that. Not, I feel so much better. Not refreshed, but definitely not as, like, dragging as I usually am. And I'm definitely keeping my clock wrong for a little bit just so I can have a reminder this week that I did is. get an extra hour of sleep for sure. You know, this time change never works to my benefit ever. It doesn't matter which way it goes. Like, my body's been so confused since yesterday of exactly what's going on. I wake up this morning, I'm like... Wait, I think I'm more tired than I typically would be on a Monday because my body wants like a normal routine. Mm. I'm like a dog. You know your dog, I'm sure, yesterday, Kiki, my chihuahua who passed away in February, did this all the time. Like, she didn't understand time change, right? Mm. Like, so it'd be, you know, if she ate at six o'clock, it'd be five o'clock with time change. She'd be looking at me like, what the hell, dude? Last night when it was like, it felt like it was like pitch black yeah. at like 5.30. That it's was a little lo- wackadoodle. It's the longest day it ever. Didn't like that. It's literally the longest day ever. I don't care which way we go. I don't really want any of it. All right, what'd you do this weekend? Jess, quick recap. 
I went to a Ravens game yesterday. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Gorgeous day. Like, gorgeous day at the bank. It was beautiful. Like, we could not have asked for a better game. Obviously, that was an awesome win. Saw OBJ score his first uh, touchdown as a Raven, which was sick. And it was very last minute. Our bot, our boss texted me like super late Saturday night. And I was thinking, uh-oh, am I in trouble? <laughs> and she was like, hey, I have an extra pair of tickets for you and Garage Boy if you want to go to the game. And we were just like, um, heck yeah. yeah so sure. that was so much fun yesterday. That's awesome. Uh, I uh, There's two words for you. COVID shot on Friday. Okay. You know how that goes, right? Where it's like... I think I'm going to be okay. And then, like, you feel like you kind of have COVID for, like, 24 hours after that, you know? Yeah. So, like, Saturday was wasted. Yesterday, have you ever heard of the Jerusalem Trail up in, like, God, where is it? It's, like, maybe up in... God, I'm so bad with that part of town. Like, it's below Bel Air, basically. Uh, It's this basically old town that's been saved. Like people still dress in bonnets. Oh, that's cool. And like make apple butter outside the old houses and everything. I never heard of it, but I was looking for something to do outside yesterday because it was so beautiful, you know? Oh, yeah. Check that out because it's such a like historic piece of time. Like, the Civil War Trail goes through there. It was wild. So that was, uh, that was Sunday. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Number three. How about that Ravens win? Keaton Mitchell ran for 138 yards. It felt like he dominated that game and scored his first NFL touchdown. OBJ not only celebrated his birthday on Sunday, but he also scored uh, for the first time as a Raven and also since uh, the Super Bowl two seasons ago. The Ravens beat the Seattle Seahawks 37-3 on Sunday, now tied atop the AFC at 7-2. And the Ravens will host the Cleveland Browns. That's going to be this Sunday at 1 p.m. I mean, the score was... I mean, like, was, it was crazy! Just, just went to the crazy. game. Uh, did you... Was it even fun to watch? I feel like with games like that where, like... Hell yeah, they get it was dominated fun to watch. against. It's oh like, is it even gosh. much of a game? Man, I... The, like, the stadium was so loud. Like, I yeah. felt like the vibration in my body, it was so loud. It was so much fun. Number two. Your holiday decorations could possibly win you $1,000. Oreo is encouraging fans to start decorating for the holidays early this year. And we're talking before Thanksgiving early, okay? So the cookie brand is offering fans a new holiday Oreo allowance, what they're calling HOA, by giving away $1,000 prizes to 100 lucky winners. Now, the contest runs through November 17th. To enter, you just have to post a picture of your decorated home, share it on social media. You can share it on Instagram or Twitter, also known as X, whatever. Just tag Oreo with the hashtags Holiday Oreo Allowance and Oreo Sweepstakes. Have you seen any holiday lights on houses yet? Mm. I don't think I've seen any. I mean, because I, no, I don't think I've seen anything yet. Even like just walking around Fed Hill, I don't think I've seen anybody with their actual holiday lights up yet, which seems I surprising have. to me. Have you? Uh huh. On my way to the gym, uh, I think. What is that road? Job Road. But I don't know. Are they always up all year? I feel like I'm not sure if those are the houses that keep them up all year or not, but I think I may need to enter this, though. Text us if it's you. If your holiday lights are already up, 410-583-1065. Number one. Matthew Perry was laid to rest on Friday in Los Angeles. Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer were all there. The funeral was reportedly a very small gathering with about 20 people attending. Um, the only other celebrity that was in attendance was actually Keith Morrison from Dateline, and that's because he's married to Matthew's mother. 
On a more hopeful note, the Matthew Perry Foundation, which Matthew was in the process of starting before his passing, launched on Friday as well. Its mission is to help people struggling with the disease of addiction. Is that is was there another celebrities there by their own choice or did it felt just from everything I've I read it just felt intimate. It yeah. felt very small on on and that was a conscious decision that they made. Has there been any more news since then? We don't have any type of like toxicology toxicology but, stuff, do we? Those reports those could take up to six months. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. just kinda what everybody's waiting for yeah, right now. Right. Yeah. This is Jess and that was your top three. In case you were worried, Kevin Bacon has been returned home safely. And I'm not talking about Kevin Bacon, the actor. I'm talking about Kevin Bacon, the extremely famous 200-pound pig that lives in Pennsylvania. <laughs> this is exactly what this segment is made for. This story right here. Please hang out through this because this is a, this is a good one right here. Uh, we call this P.A. So Cray Cray. And this segment got its name because when we got to Maryland, we just noticed that Something strange happens when you drive just minutes north of Maryland, right? Yeah, and PA So Cray Cray is always said with love. We have a lot of, uh, you know, listeners that listen from PA, but just some random things tend to take place over there, so we just got to talk about it. Y'all, just literally, as you're going through the news, tell me if I'm wrong. Outside of Florida, which is by far the weirdest place in the world, but like Pennsylvania Mm. just gets the strangest headlines. All right, runaway pig story. Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, y'all, right up the street. There is a a pig named Kevin Bacon (laughs) that escaped in early October, okay? Uh Uh-oh. This pig is 300, uh, 200 pounds. Is this a farm or? Has has escaped from his farm home, right? Okay, okay. So they, for some reason, either couldn't catch the pig, like some people had spotted him but couldn't get him, okay. or he was just in hiding for literally three weeks. No. This story really got like a lot of attention in Pennsylvania. Like well, they were yeah. really rooting to find this pig and get him back home, right? <laughs> Where was he hiding? That's crazy. <laughs> so much so that literally actor Kevin Bacon uh- retweeted a story about Kevin Bacon the pig. Oh, wow. Only then, tra- and it, all he said was, bring Kevin Bacon home. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> and retweeted He probably got so many tags for that story. About, he had to. About Kevin Bacon, this pig, right? So they set up all these food traps. They couldn't get him. Three weeks later, Kevin Bacon's owner, Mike and Chelsea, are happy to report their 200-pound pound pet pig has been returned home, and they're working hard now. To prevent any kind of future escapes, he literally where did they find him? Dug out from underneath. Now I don't know exactly where they found him, but okay. I'm gonna tell you how they finally did get him. Because mm-hmm. how do you I mean? Like, what were you gonna do? It's a 200 pound pig, right? Like, it's not gonna move fast, but like, that's a big ass pig. Literally, they put pet safe Benadryl inside of a cinnamon roll. Oh, okay, that was the only way they were able to move him. <laughs> I mean, this pig's like that cinnamon roll looks so tasty. Yeah, who could turn down a cinnamon roll? So he did that, and uh, they were able to actually capture Kevin Bacon, the famous pig up in Pennsylvania. Well, glad he's at home safe. That's me, all that matters. That kind of scares me, like knowing that he was running around for three weeks. Can you imagine just like driving to work this morning? Yeah. And all of a sudden you see a 200-pound pig on the side of the street? Like, what would you do? Mm-hmm. Cool story, though, is that this family hopes to turn their farm into like an animal sanctuary one day. Oh, how nice. And they want to provide therapy sessions for people with PTSD and other suffering from other things. So cool. like 
cool part of the story, right? But it does not discount the fact that's a weird news story. It only happens in weird places like Pennsylvania, and that's why they have their own story, their own segment called PA. So correct, right? Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Okay, we've got Anonymous on The Voice Disguiser. Um, Anonymous, tell us your dilemma and we'll give you some advice. Would you choose your best friend over your husband if you knew her livelihood was at stake? Oh my goodness. Jeez. Uh, I th- well, I think it kind of depends. You, give us give us more details. What's happening? So I work from home, and my laptop died. Mm-hmm. My husband has his work laptop, but I'm not supposed to use it. Yeah. But I just thought, hey, let me just use this for a little bit. So I go in there, I see his email, and I notice that my best friend's husband is in the subject line. They work for the same company, by the way. Okay. Okay. It's this whole thread of names that are being added to be terminated by December 1st. And it's my best friend's husband's name was just added to the list. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. And to make matters worse, they're about to have a baby. Oh, no. It's holiday season. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I feel like I need to tell my best friend so they can get some things lined up. Mm-hmm. So when I asked my husband about it, he said I shouldn't have been looking at his laptop, that that was confidential, that he could get in trouble if the word got out. Yeah. He specifically said you can't say anything to them? It could possibly get him in trouble if word gets out. That sucks, man. Exactly. No. Oh my gosh, that's so that's so sad. No. Um. Well, let's let's try to get you some some advice here. Uh, four ten five eight three one zero six five. Would you say something in this situation? If your partner literally said like, "Don't say a word about this." Yeah. But this is like one of your best friends. You know they're about to get like financially screwed, or you know at least lose their job. It's a big deal, right? Right. Would you Would you go against your partner's like wishes for that, Jess? I feel like you can't say anything. And the reason why is because it's not your job that's being jeopardized. Where I feel like it would be different if, like, you were in your husband's decision to where, like, if you wanted to make the decision for yourself to jeopardize your position in that company, then you could. But because it's your husband and, like, you're kind of basically making that decision for him if you tell them. And I think that's... That's a little unfair, especially Dude. when it jeopardizes your guys' livelihood and it jeopardizes his job. If you knew that I was going to get let go and they basically said, like, don't say anything you can. This will jeopardize your job. Yeah. Would you would you not say anything to me? Dude, we've talked about this so many times and I think this happens to so many different uh, people in our industry. And I think it's messed up to where it's like you get put in a position to where then you're left on the curb. And when it comes to you and I, if I am put in that position where I can lose my job, I'm not in the position to where I'm going to be okay. I have to say something. You know what I mean? I would have to say something. That's the thing. Listen, here's how I've always felt is like, 
if this is one of your best friends, like that's going to trump any job, period. Like you. I don't think that's fair. I think it's I easy do. to say that if someone has a cushion to fall back on. I but do. if you don't, and if you're on the verge of not being able to pay your rent and not having anywhere to go. Well, we don't know their financial standards. No, but, but that's, no, but that's what day, I'm saying. And I think it's mm. easy for people to say that if they have cushion to fall back no. on. But for those who don't. I don't think it's fair to put to put judgment on them. No, 100%. You're a bad friend if you don't say something, honestly. I think you are. I think you morally have to do something. There will be another job, but like friendships go way deeper than any job. Okay, so what would you do? 410-583-1065. You know that your best friend partner's about to get let go from work. Mm-hmm. You've been basically sworn to secrecy. Are you going to tell them? Hey, Orlando from Perry Hall. Good morning. Good morning. Are you going to say something? I'm not going to say nothing to her friend. I'm sorry. Because um, she violated his privacy and there has to be some separation of work and and yeah. your personal life. What is, like I, she shouldn't even been on the laptop in, to begin I, with yeah. to keep her place, from yeah. those situations. I understand. I, I get it. And I'm not saying that like that should have happened, shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, understandably, I get it. But at the same time, like, don't you feel, would you not just feel awful sitting there and when your friend calls you and said, oh my God, my husband lost his job and you just sit there and act like a dummy. Like, oh my God, I had no idea. But it's not, but it's not her place to yeah, know. You, it's not like she works exactly. with him or anything God. like that. You guys are sounding very corporate today. Both of you. Not it's not corporate. <laughs> no, I feel no, like it's not corporate. Yeah, I think the answer depends on like if you have a family to take care of, and unfortunately, it's not. She's not being a bad. I mean, let's think, let's think of it as a Hippocratic hope that the doctor takes. Okay. Yeah, it could be the same thing. Like you could want to say something to somebody, but based on your job. Man, and your responsibilities, you're not allowed to. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm personally not saying anything, but I hear you too. Thank you for calling. Us. Appreciate okay. it. Okay, great. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Hi, Liz and Frederick. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so she oversaw her friend. You know this email and her husband's computer saying that. Oh my gosh, your husband's going to get let go in about three weeks, and her husband's like, you can't say anything. Like. Should she say something to her best friend that she knows his information now? No. Mm, and why so? I blow my mind this morning, man. Why? Because for one, she was on her husband's work computer that she wasn't even supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. Two, like it could affect her husband's livelihood, which I know for me, I can't afford to have my livelihood affected. But don't because you think, I know something about a friend. Like, for example, Jess, if I knew you were getting let go, you know, if I, if I came to you and I said, like, hey, listen, three weeks from now, you're going to get let go. I'm telling you this out of complete trust. Don't jeopardize me, too. I'm giving you a heads up here because I really want to make sure you're OK. Yeah, Wouldn't that be you, the right move? You know, though, that like I won't jeopardize you, but she doesn't know if her friend or her friend's husband. If she doesn't have that friend. kind of trust, though, but but she doesn't but know, don't if her know husband. how they're going to react. Exactly. And also, what if she has kids? I know, Liz, you mentioned you have three kids. If your best friend was in this position, what would you do? Like, I actually work with one of my best friends. And if she was going to get let go. I wouldn't be able to say anything to her. It's it's just giving, like, not a good friend. <laughs> like, it's just feeling icky to me. Miss Z, good morning. Good morning. Are Hi, you going to say something to your friend if you, even though your husband has said, listen, you can't say anything about this? Absolutely, I'm going to tell them. It wouldn't even take me two seconds to tell them. Tell them, please. No one's listening Absolutely. to me this morning. Absolutely. If my friend didn't tell me, I would feel so betrayed. So and betrayed. That's the problem with today. We are putting, where's our loyalty anymore? I mean, we're both going to make it through. 
um, you got to give your friend time to prepare and then be there for each other. Yes. That's what we've lost today. We've lost loyalty. Do you hear this this morning? Does this scare you as much as it scares me this morning just listening to these calls? It's terrible to me because if I found out that my friend knew (sighs) after the fact, I would feel so hurt and so betrayed that she didn't tell me that our friendship would be over. How do you what do you say to that, Jess? I say that a lot of people don't have enough money in their bank account to say that we're going to be okay on the other side. I don't have enough money in my bank account and I don't care. I would tell her so quickly and then together we would work through it. And, and that, there's plenty of jobs out there. And yep. I feel like and, and I, I love that for you, but I also understand that a lot of people are not in that position. Well, my position is poor as I can't even say it. So friends, you know, people just we need to be there for each other and if I knew that she was about that was about to happen to her. I definitely need to give her the heads up so she could prepare. How would I not tell her that? That's just terrible. Thank you for calling um, us. Appreciate absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. The John Waters Christmas Show is coming back to Baltimore for two performances this December. Waters, a Baltimore native, became famous as a filmmaker, writer, and actor. And the 77-year-old nicknamed the Pope of Trash will take his brand new Christmas show to 20 venues across the country, performing in Baltimore on Thursday, December 21st, and Friday, December 22nd at the Baltimore Soundstage. Dude, holiday shows this year crazy in Baltimore. December is stacked. Right? So now we have John Waters, Mariah Carey, Us. Yeah, Deck the Hall Ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be, there's just a lot of shows. I would get your tickets because, like, it's going to get crazy next month. It's awesome. Number one. Nope. Number two. Baskin Robbins has just announced its new flavor of the month, and it's called Turkey Day Fixins. It combines flavors of sweet potato and autumn spice mixed with chunks of honey cornbread and swirls of cranberry sauce. Now, it's available all month long at Baskin Robbins locations nationwide, and they're also taking pre-orders 
for their turkey cake. Now, thankfully, this does not include actual turkey, nor does it taste like turkey. It just looks like an actual turkey that's fresh out of the oven for Thanksgiving. I think so. Yeah. I think it works. We I talk about these weird food things, and we're always just trying to say, like, does it? do we need it? No. Does it make sense? Sure. I think I need to try uh, this flavor for Tavera not to be this week, I think. Number one. Taylor Swift has scored her 13th number one on the Billboard 200 album chart with her latest re-recorded album, 1989, Taylor's Version. Now, the album sold almost 1.7 million copies. That is the biggest sales week for any album since 2015 and the sixth biggest week in the 32 years since tracking ever began. She's now topped Drake for the third most all-time number one albums at 13. Only Jay-Z and the Beatles have more. And in other Taylor news, she wasn't able to make Travis Kelsey's game on Sunday in Germany, but she was spotted with Brittany Mahomes, Selena Gomez, Sophie Turner, and Gigi Hadid for a girls' night out in New York City over the weekend, which seemed to, for some reason, take over social media over the last couple of days. I was thinking this weekend, do you think we'll see a Taylor Swift fall? You know what I mean? Think about almost every pop star that we fall in love with. I mean, reputation, that that's what that whole era was about when the whole thing with Kanye came out and all that kind of stuff. That's why reputation was created because that's literally what she went through. I know. She didn't take a she didn't take a public blow like a well, as recently. Yeah, she did. Do you remember no. that when Kanye basically yes. shared audio of her? Yeah. You don't remember how I, massive I, that was? It was nothing like a Justin current day Justin Timberlake scandal, Lizzo, I'm wondering if we'll see, like, a Taylor... I don't agree with you, because it, it was basically, like, this, like, massive thing between her and Kim Kardashian everyone and Kanye on, West. Everyone was on Taylor's side, though. No, they weren't. You don't remember, a- like, the... the. I don't know, dude. I, I don't agree with you at all. Like, that's what... That's, that's basically where Reputation, no. that album, stemmed from. I'm just curious if we'll see a Taylor Swift mutiny, like we've seen with a recent Justin Timberlake. Um... In our lifetime, because I feel like she's the only celebrity that hasn't, that collectively, everyone's been like, ugh. Are you kidding? That's I, a bad look. No, I think that that's part of, like, I feel like Taylor Swift always gets made fun of or basically talked down to because she's been so open about her dating life and the, the, the different relationships that she's been in. It's not the same. Okay, this is Jess, and that's your top three. So if you were the mistress, if you were the other woman, like, would you want that person's wife to know about it? Like, how confrontational would you want to be in that situation, right? This is a tough one last week, man. We're going to do our Talk Me Out of It update with Anonymous here in just a couple seconds. If you missed her on our show last week, though, why was she here, Jess? So she found out that her ex-boyfriend was basically married the entire time during their relationship. She had no idea. She was with him for about a year, and he cut her off unexpectedly without any sort of information. And she did some digging and found out that he is married and has two kids. And so she was just kind of questioning whether or not she should tell the wife what had been going on this entire time. When we talked to her live on Thursday, um, you know, she said she was going to give herself like 24 hours to either say, I'm going to either do this or I need to move on because I've been like obsessing about it. So let's get her back on. Uh, Hi, Anonymous. Hey, how are you? Well, we're good. Did you did you end up sending that Facebook message? So I thought a lot about it and. I did send her all the messages. 
I sent the screenshots. I told her that we traveled through Messenger and I didn't get a reply. It just showed red, but I mean, I thought about it long and hard. And I mean, if I was in her position, it's only right to go ahead and to be in the know. How does that feel? It feels so much better. Honestly, it's not my problem anymore. I think my therapist was right too on that I had to come to closure and just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel a lot better. And now I feel like I can move on now. When did you send the message? It was Thursday night after we did the radio segment. And she, do you know when she opened it or when you saw that she saw it? Oh, she opened it the next day. Okay. And you haven't heard anything from her still since now that it's like, what, Monday? Nothing. I haven't, but it shows that it was red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, that's all you can do. That's it. And I, and I think honestly that like you said, there's nothing I can say better than what you said. I mean, it's not your problem anymore, right? Like your truth is out there. You decided that you wanted to put it out there. I mean, I don't think it would have any consequences on you. In that situation, I would want it to be like some kind of response, some kind of closure from even from her. Because I feel like now it almost lingers a little bit in the sense of like, well, am I, is she ever going to reach back out to me? Will he reach back out to me? Like, yeah. what's this going to do? But I mean, what can you do? Yeah, right? I, don't I think, think it just now she at least has the information so she can decide how she wants to move forward. And I feel like. That's what she deserved too, and I feel like you deserve to move on as well. And yeah, absolutely. I knew that it was really difficult for you, and so now you really can just kind of close that chapter. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I feel so much better from this whole situation. Good, 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 good. Well, that's what we need to hear then. Uh, well, thank you. Listen, thanks for taking time to call today and give us the update. Honestly, thank you guys. You guys really helped the situation. You helped me make a decision and gave me kind of like a safe space to talk to about this. I really appreciate it. Would you think it was creepy if a guy invited you to come over to his house on a first date? And I'm not talking about like afterwards to like get it on or something. I'm literally saying the first date is his house. Would that creep you out? Yes. Red flag for me. Because I've been doing this for years and didn't realize that like it wasn't a good idea. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) And keep in mind, Jess Jess has been in a lot of long-term relationships, so I don't know if, like, you'd be the best sounding board um, for this. Not exactly, just because you don't know about my dating life. But it's true. I haven't been out in these streets. Well, I no. just don't talk about it publicly with you. But you, you were in a long-term relationship before Garage Boy. Yeah, and in between, and but but before, there like, the time between the long distance, uh, the long relationship before Garage Boy, I was dating during that time, and not once did a man tell me, meet me at my place for our first date. Listen to this. So, uh, you may have seen this by now, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because it's now been sent to me twice by two different women that I've invited to my house. Um, It's a list of bad first dates, right? And it's been trending online for about a week now. Like things like these people say, don't go to the Cheesecake Factory. Which, I, don't, I don't agree with this I list. I know. I know. I don't agree with Olive it. Olive Garden's on the list. Don't agree with it. Church. Don't, breadsticks. Don't take somebody to church. They say that's a bad idea. Well, a, I think it depends. A family function, bad bad first date. Very overwhelming. Buffalo Wild Wings on this list as well. Why? I, I don't know. Is people are not a fan. on there too? I don't know if Chili's. I'm just. I made a couple notes of places. Chili's um, was on there. I think it's disrespectful. Love Chili's. They have three for ten right now. So one thing that was on this list that really made me stop for a second was your house. It said, "Don't invite a woman over for your house. It's it's a bad first date." And y'all, I gotta be honest. Like I would say, eighty percent of my first dates in the last 
three years have been to my house. What? Well, Just your house? Is yeah. that the activity? That's the activity. Why? And I don't know that I'm going to stop doing that, to be honest with you. But wait, can you explain to us why? Yeah. It started in COVID, and everything was like kind of awkward and shut down and weird anyway, right? So when I first got here... I would just be like, hey, why don't you come over? Actually, I've told a couple stories about women that have just come over. And it's not even to, like, get it on. It's just because it was really the only place you could go that wasn't weird and awkward and strange with masks and everything else, right? Okay, pandemic-related, okay. Sure. But now that we're not in it anymore, you have continued to stay with that mentality. I love it what is Let me, the what do you set up like what is it what does well, it look like in there what it do you depends have it depends so like for example i would and i haven't been on a first date in a while but I, I would have absolutely no problem once again like like setting up a first date like this and it's probably been i don't know six months eight months um i literally it just depends like we will typically either order dinner or i'll make dinner and then we have like a place to like sit and casually talk to one another that doesn't feel so forced and i've never i would say i feel it feels very forced to me because there's nothing there's no like white noise going around so it's well, no, just the, you too no, there's music playing like i'll turn on something you know maybe light some candles or something but okay. it's never it's never sexual it's never about like just come over to my house and like get it on uh-huh. it's literally just about hey here's a space that we can just hang out with no kind of pressure nothing to make it weird now the there's reason, so many other places surrounding your home that you could do the same thing in public. I think restaurants feel really forced. What? And I don't know because maybe I'm a homebody. Like I don't. I don't know if maybe that's why I would prefer. And yeah. I don't even mind if she's like, "Hey, why don't you come to my house instead?" It wouldn't bother me. You also at all. I'm also thinking from your perspective on a first date, the first time you're meeting this person, you are showing them how to enter the premises immediately. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll risk it. Honestly, mm. does that sound creepy, creepy to you? Yes. I know you would give me. I know you would give me help. It's kind of scary. Well, I, okay, I mean, just personally, I just would not go to the person's house on the very first date just for like safety issues. Like, I, I just think it's a little. I think it's a little weird because then you're in their zone. You're in their comfort zone where it's like I feel like the the playing field needs to be fair to where I want us to go somewhere where it's like it may be a little neutral territory yeah neutral because it's your home where it's like it's your vibe kind of thing would you feel weird with a guy coming to, like you, the first date plan was for a guy to come to your house would you feel weird about that I wouldn't I wouldn't have it I don't want it I, I honestly I don't see a problem with it do you feel weird about that does that make you feel icky Kurt this doesn't seem creepy to you does it Kramer I'm sorry you're not buddy <laughs> Yes. Yo, I gotta tell you, like it might, it like if it sounds weird on the like I probably three years ago I would have agree with y'all that sounds weird, but until you do it, I promise you, I don't know that I can do a first date at a restaurant or a coffee shop or whatever ever again. It's just so much more casual. It's just casual. Maybe Kramer, maybe that's why you've not had the most success lately with (laughs) your dating life. Yeah, that could honestly make the woman. That's going to make a woman very uncomfortable from the get-go. Yeah. You don't want to have strangers basically come to your house before you've even met them and known their name and what they're about. It does it for And, like, I'm really weird about my space, That's but for some reason thing. it's never. I can't believe oh, you, no, I can't but, believe but you Kramer, let them in there. Kramer, guess what? It's not about you. It's about you trying to find that right person. And you have to make them feel comfortable, and that's not doing that. But they've always been somewhat okay. Like I said, about 80% well, of the dates, like maybe. I've done that. That's what not- you think. Kramer, they say it's okay because they want to meet you and that's maybe true. try it, but 
deep down, it's not the most comfortable situation at all. I'm telling you right now, Kramer, the before before a woman walks into your home, she's on the phone with her friend, giving her the address, <laughs> if I don't turning on her location, and telling her to be to be aware of where I'm at because I'm going into a man's house. <laughs> exactly. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation on the radio show. This is something to get you pumped up, and I bring my mom all the way from Georgia onto the radio show. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. My mom's literally one of the most motivational people I know. And so uh, my mom and I do a podcast together called Certified Mama's Boy. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. But for the radio show, she just comes on to give us a dose of positivity to start our week out. So, Mom, what do we have for today? It's from the Dalai Lama. Every day is a new opportunity to begin again. Every day is your birthday. Oh. I like that. That's so cute. Have you ever thought about that? I mean, think about it. Every day that you wake up, it's your birthday. You are reborn every single day, and you'll never have this day again. So make the most of every day. Yeah. It's hard to kind of think in those terms because we do carry around so much baggage from previous relationships, previous mm-hmm. jobs, things mm-hmm. our parents told us, things that we were told as kids. Like literally today, if you if you wanted to, only if you wanted to, it could technically be the first day of your life. What if you just said, I'm gonna push on, like, and it's not easy. It's not, it's the, you may have to try it 10 times, 15 times, 100 times to get it right. <laughs> but like, this is going to be the first day. And all that BS that I went through to get to this point today, is not matter? I'm not gonna be defined. Yeah. By those times, you know? Yeah. And I feel like we yeah. always tend to focus on the bad things more than the positive. And I was listening to a sermon the other day and he kind of mentioned something about how we gamble with time, how we think mm-hmm. we don't always acknowledge the fact that t- how we don't know how many more days we have left. And so why would you waste right. them instead of looking at it like you mentioned that this is a new day for new beginnings? Could be. Yes. Why not? Yes. You know? So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, that's fun. So there you go. There's Mom's Monday Motivation. Hopefully that put your mind in a better place. We also have a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And until next week, I love you, Mom. Love you guys forever. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Thank <laughs> you.